I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now let's get into the next game. Broncos defeat the Cowboys 30-14. to 14. Uh, What an exciting game. Jesus, especially the first half. Super exciting, end-to-end stuff, high quality. I actually thought that it was probably, even though Penrith Panthers' standard is the highest at the moment, probably the closest to semi-finals uh, intensity um, for at least the first half. And a really, really good win for the Broncos. I thought their forward pack was outstanding. Um you know, I guess a little bit concerning for the Cowboys in their in their attack. They just couldn't really seem to execute. Now, I don't know whether that was just incredible defense from the Broncos forward pack or it was their lack of ability to create stuff. Um, but I really love this from the Broncos. To do this at Cowboys home when they need to win to stay in the eight with no Adam Reynolds, no Kobe Hetherington, really, really good win for the Broncos. I thought this scoreline really complimented the Cowboys. I thought the Broncos were... Much better than a 16-point victory. How many tries do you reckon you bombed? Four? Mate, four in the first five? half. Heaps. Heaps. Four in the first half. Oh, big Tommy Flegler. Got into open space. Two on one with Fulak. He wasn't busted. <laughs> he smelt the line and he was taking it on. Even when um, Pierre went through on the right edge and you could see him and Katoni Stags were trying to work out how you just yeah. – it was never going to work. Yeah. It was <laughs> never going to work out. And somehow they gave away a penalty off the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was like four tries. But I just love the grit and defence far out. I mean, we completed at 67% and we still scored 30 points. Like we spoke about last week against the Roosters – you cannot give the Broncos a sniff because they will just put points on you. You, they, you can have them on, under the pump. I think there was a period where we had maybe 10 tackles in their 20 and we're up by like, we're 13 plus up. And it just they just make you pay from anywhere on the field. I actually think they're probably the best at scoring long-range tries. I haven't got a stat on that, but it just feels like it. Um, really, really good performance. What, what do you boys think? Yeah, I was just going to say, firstly, it was just a cracking game of footy to watch. It was so fast. It was so free-flowing. There were two outstanding attacking sides on show. They said that first half in particular. And, mate, the Broncos will take so much out of this. As you said, just without Adam Reynolds, 
Jock Madden coming in and he had a mixed game, but he also had some really good moments. And what I love about Madden is he just really backs himself, doesn't he? If he sees an opportunity, he takes it. Like he set up the first try running it on fifth tackle with a peach of a cutout ball. To do that, come in, step into a gun side. If that goes wrong, you know, your head's on the chopping block, people are up here, took it on, pulled off, loves running the ball. There are a few little things, issues he had, but again, he's not Adam Reynolds at the end mm. of the day. So to notch that win without A-Ray, the confidence they'll do for the team, for Madden, mate, hard to fault you at the moment. Mate, it's uh, it's almost scary what the score could have been if Reynolds mm. was playing. Like, could you imagine Reynolds with, with the opportunities and, you know, his kicking game? Like, that's where Madden, he had some great moments, but just needs a bit of work on decision-making sometimes. But, I mean, look, he's a, essentially a rookie half coming into a side where... He's only been at the club for a year, so I thought he had a great showing. As I said, a few few little errors here or there, but I agree with you, Timmy. Like, what can you? What more could you expect? Like, they got the job done. They won by thirty. He had to do something right for that to happen. For that to happen. This game, like, even without Reynolds, if you, would you bomb four tries that were drawing past? Mm. Like, if mm. you score three of them, like you usually would, all of a sudden it's forty-eight to fourteen. Yeah. Yep. Against a side who'd <clears throat> prior to last week's upset against the Titans, or they six on the trot or something, yeah. storming Four. home. Yeah. Yeah. No, really good stuff. I mean, so we had 60, uh, about 67% completion, and we also lost the penalty count 8-4. Uh, mm. So, like, it, we should not have won by that much, but Broncos just seemed to be this side that they would just out of nowhere put points on you. Where does Ricky fit? I think does at the moment. He fit? I think at the moment the bench. Okay. Yeah, for sure on the bench, like absolutely in the 17. Uh, but... Mate, Kurt Catewell was outstanding yesterday. He, he was good against the Roosters. I thought he was – not yesterday, sorry, on the weekend. I thought Kurt Catewell probably had his best game. It might be the best game he had in Broncos colours. He did not stop working. He t- every time we needed a tough carry, Catewell took it. You know, there was no one around the ball. The outside backs were gassed. The forwards were gassed. Catewell would be there to take it. Um, do you think Piyakura has locked in that 80-minute dead draw? Not 80 minutes, but I do think he's, he's locked in a start. I, mate, he has been – like, okay, yeah, he bombed that try, but... Fuck, what about when he bumped Semi Valame? Yeah. Mm. Like, Valame's fucking massive. He's not a small winger. Um, so, and I think Ricky was... He was fresh to play, because I think he was 18th man. He so, was, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's not like he could... Like, you wouldn't put an injured yeah. guy there. Yeah. So, I think they're probably running with Piacora and Catewell. Um, and, look, I think Ricky's big enough, if he wants to, to play in the middle off the bench. Um, and I, I think that... You know, sometimes young gun stars, they almost earn the right to keep the spot. Like, it'd be pretty unfair to go to Piacora after the impact he's had the last two games. Oh, mate, you're back to the bench. Um, so they flirted with Capewell playing, spending a bit of time in the middle, sort of mid-season there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't go out to that and just start Ricky? No, I, I think that Capewell's been really good for us on the edge. And I actually don't mind moving um, Carrigan out on the edge to give him a bit of a breather, but also keep him on the field. Because, like, when we take him and Hass off, we're just nowhere near as punchy, whereas if he stays on an edge, um, if Carrigan stays on an edge, he gets to stay on the field because what did he play? 80 minutes, whereas usually he gets taken off. Mm. So I like the fact that we can just keep him on the field somehow. You mentioned uh, Cable there before. Like, I've noticed over the last month. It's weird with Cable. Like, I, I watch him and I don't. I get to the end of the game sometimes and he's missed nine tackles. Mm-hmm. And I know you, you, you might watch the Broncos uh, um, closer than I do, but I, I quite often don't notice that he's... Missed that many tackles mm. in a game. Mm. You have a look over the last three weeks. 
He's missed five tackles in three weeks. Look at the two weeks before that. He'd missed 14 tackles in those yeah. two. So, so that's what I, what I found interesting. Mm. And can you get your opinion on? Because I know you were semi-critical of Capewell up until really <coughs> the origin period and, and up until sort of the, some decent form recently. And at that stage, you were sort of around, sitting there going, you know, maybe you can move in the middle and have Piakura and Ricky. But now mm. it's Ricky of all three of those. He's the one you saying, no, no, maybe he comes off the bench. Yeah, for now, I reckon. As I said, like, it's not like... I don't think Capewell and Piacora have that position locked. Mm. Um, but, you know, Ricky's been injured. Ease him back in. Look, if he comes on and absolutely kills it, then you go, okay, yeah, maybe we do start him. But, I mean, it'd be just tough. Like, Capewell's been outstanding. They beat the Roosters in a really good performance. They beat a Cowboys at home in a really good performance. Be very tough to go. All right, now nah, Ricky's straight back in. Isn't that exactly what you want for Jordan Ricky? Oh, mate. Mate, he'll this kill spot. it. Yeah, you have to win this spot. I guarantee back. Ricky plays probably the best footy of his career mm. over the next few weeks. I guarantee it. He, the pressure that Kate Wall and uh, Pia Cora will put on him will make him the best version of himself. And he's, all he's got to do is not get frustrated or a bit down, and I guarantee you he starts playing some outstanding rugby league. Um, so, yeah, Bronco is really, really impressive. Talk about my boy Ezra Mam. Oh. If there's one player that reminds me of late 90s Broncos, it's Ezra Mam. He'll attack you from anywhere, whether it's defence, attack. Like, some of his hits in defence were outrageous. Um, and just his attacking flair. Like, yeah, I've said it all year long. Sometimes I wish the Bronx would be a little bit more conservative. But, look, it's working. It's working. So, who am I? Who am I to say? When you've got a kid like him that's that talented, I think you've got to let him play. Yeah. Yeah, he's very... I don't think he's at the level that Milf was when he was at the Raiders, for example, but he's he's got that sort of element mm. to him, the way that he moves and the way that he mm. just pops up and you, you just sort of give him a bit of a licence to yeah. do his own thing. Yeah, that's why he compliments Reynolds so well yes. because they're so different. Another guy like Selwyn Cobbo, he throws like two silly offloads and I'm like, ah, stop it, Selwyn. Like, why are you doing that? But then he goes that incept at the end and you're like, oh, okay. Fair enough, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? Always like, forgiven. Yeah, it's just it's, and so in the game I get frustrated, but then I'm like, yeah, but then do you really want to rob Selwyn of that crazy moments that he has? Mm. I don't know if you do. Uh, yeah, so look, really, really good performance, and I, I just want to focus in on the forward pack. They just played outstanding. I thought also Tyson Smoothie definitely improved since that game um, a couple of weeks ago, where he just looked a bit lost. Uh, another guy I want to talk about. Titans fans, if you thought your front row was good now, Palacia. So when he signed, I was Devo that he left, but I understand salary cap. I think he is going to be an absolutely phenomenal signing for the Titans. It's been impressive the last few weeks. Just got rid of the drop balls and, you know, I, I feel like there was a period there where he kind of felt a little bit on the outer, whereas I think now he feels like a part of the squad and, geez, he's a good boy to bring on. Big body, gets through a bunch of work, can hit in defence. Um, I thought he's been outstanding. Another guy, Xavier Willison. You know, stats won't really show you, but if you keep a close eye on him, he does all the little things perfectly. Always concentrating in on the game, his body language, his body positioning. And that's that's something you don't usually associate with a guy that's like six foot five, like a genetic freak. Mate, things are looking good for the Broncos. They really are. Like if Adam Reynolds can stay injury-free for at least another two years, geez, they're going to be up there. It's going to be interesting this year. Obviously, the Broncos, you know, for as successful as they are, I think they've played one finals game in the last five years or yeah, so. so. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's for me the big difference between them and the Panthers right now is the uh, Bright Lights big game experience mm. where it's going to be interesting to see how Brisbane 
handle that. Yep, for sure. For sure. The, the try of Paddy Carrigan going back to back two weeks on the trot with a full head of steam was unreal. But like the the man there was Billy Walters, who obviously still in, transitioning in this. He was a halfback Ortho Juniors, is that yeah, right? Six, yeah. I think. A six. Yeah, a six transitioning to this hooker role and killing it. But the way he got out of dummy half there and just completely doing like the A defender, the marker was on the line and just had Carrigan one-on-one with Scott Drinkwater, not a chance. Not a chance, Jeez, yeah. It was, it was perfect from Walters. Yeah, I agreed. Um, I thought uh, Tony Staggs, another great game. Uh, Herbie Farnworth, always good. Yeah, so I think it was a really, really good – they'll take so much confidence from this victory – um, it's just a matter of keeping their heads. They've still got little things they can tweak in their game, like for example, 67% completion rate and a nine, eight, eight penalties. Um, if they can just clean that out of the game. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, There's probably 12 teams that the Broncos can beat when they play like they did the other day. But if you play like you did the other day against Penrith, mm. you'll find you yourself put it the sort. Which is where Brisbane's at, realistically. Yeah. That's the team you want to... Uh, now let's get on to the Cowboys. Uh, Problem is, is like they didn't. I didn't watch that game and go, "Oh, Cowboys are like nowhere near Broncos level." Like this is they're not a top eight footy side. But then they're playing to stay in the eight. Then Adam Reynolds is gone. They have all the field position. And as I, I just don't know whether was were Broncos just incredibly resilient on their line, or were Cowboys just lacking the creativity that they needed to get the, the points. I think Cowboys were lacking quite a mm. bit of creativity, personally. I'll tell you what I thought was good. Murray Tulungi moving into the centres. Mate, he is so bloody good. I, we, I, I've, I've been guilty of underestimating Tulungi. Yeah, well, one person that hasn't underestimated is him consistently. You always, you've always rated him very highly. What's funny is I'm actually going to go against you boys here. Defensively, he was caught out so many times. In I only saw that one time. I only there saw was more than one time. Was there? there was a couple of shockers, yeah. yeah and okay. I'm not even hypercritical of him because... To my knowledge, he's only ever played wing, maybe in coming up through the ranks. And I do think he's a tremendous footballer. And it was a one-off game against, of all teams, a red-hot Broncos side. But they missed Val Holmes defensively more than anything mm. so much in this game. And it was just new combinations on the edge. Uh, there was three or four times that he got caught out quite poorly. Yeah, I, see, I guess that's a the um, interesting about stats is like it doesn't really show mm. those moments. He had seven tackles, only one miss. Um, his try assist for must have been felt with his a really good catch and pass. Mm. That was one I saw. I went, oh, boom, what a transition to centre. But the defence takes a lot of time. And look, he's a winger and he's yeah, not going to be there I, for, see, for too long. But I reckon, like, he, I think he's shown a lot of promise at centre. I actually really liked him. I really liked him at mm. centre. Yeah, okay, defensively, some reads may not have been great. You know, probably should have made that, maybe made that tackle on Katoni. But we have to remember, this is Katoni Staggs. He's done that to the best in the business. Um, I, I, I'd be patient. I'd be patient with him. If, if um, like, so Hiku's going to go next year, I'd, I'd consider putting him on that other edge. Just to, even in preseason to see if he can sort those just reads out, which I think he actually will. I think he does have a future at centre. Um, He's played a handful of games at centre here and there across both comms. Yeah. Not many, but a few. I, I'd, I really like him as a player. He takes some of the toughest carries and barely gets dominated. Barely gets dominated. And I think that the defensive reads will will get sorted in time. You know, even you know Val has some off nights defensively, 
you know, most centers in the game do. Yeah, yeah. Best defensive centers in the game will have an off night where there's two poor reads and you just go, oh, that was off. <laughs> that was and off. that's what I'm not saying that he can't be a center, not at all. I'm just off this one game sample size I've seen. Yep. Uh, no. Um, Luciano Leilua, I thought he was he worked all day tirelessly. I think he's almost. What I love about Leilua is that you never probably expected him to turn into a toiler, and he's not necessarily a toiler in regard in the fact that he's you know, only can get through tough work. He's also got the big plays in him. But when you look at him this year, like he has really put together some solid matches week in, week out. And they haven't really had all the highlights that we associate with him when he was at the Tigers. I, I like his development, um, Leilua. Uh, what, what did you boys think of the Cowboys? I, um, they're such an interesting team to see what's going to happen over the next few weeks with them. I, you know, like I, I thought they were down and out and no hope eight weeks ago. Mm. Then, like even through it, I was sitting there going, "Could they shake this? Mm. Are they the team that everyone's sleeping on that could give it a real go?" But in this game, as I've said a few times, I, I thought they were very poor. What, what a wild world we live in, where the Sharks might make the eight and the Cowboys may not make the eight. I would have said there is no way that that would happen. I thought the Sharks would drop out and Cowboys, and they still could. How crazy would it be if both dropped out? How good's the NRL? After about 10 rounds, you're on. Cowboys, probably done. Sharkies, flying. Smokies for the premiership. Then you get to two weeks ago and you're going, Cowboys, they're back. Title threat. Sharkies gone. Now we're saying, the <laughs> Sharkies back. Cowboys are going to miss the eight. How good's footy? Oh, mate. It's so bloody good. So good. Uh, just, on, just on that, the Sharks... They play the Titans this week, but then the, the three games that finish the year are all against teams in and around to make the finals. They got the Cowboys, which would be so important, then the Knights, then the Raiders. So that'll be a cu- good couple of rounds Ra- for the Raiders, for the round 27, Sharp Park. That could be a big chance that's for the Sharkies to make the eight. I've got to say, 27 rounds is too long. Oh, too yeah. long season. Too long. Jeez, it's a long year. We should be getting like getting in close to wrapping it up, I reckon. Because um, like, there, there are... Like, so many teams, like Roosters, Titans, Dolphins, Bulldogs, Dragons, Tigers. Like, how do you stay engaged as a fan if, if you're, that's your team? Um, anyway. If, you, if you're the Melbourne Storm and you're waiting for Pappy to come back, mm. you go and <laughs> extend it to 30. <laughs> Other than that, I agree, it is just God. too long. And they want to they have a, the right to be able to add two more without even asking the players whether they can or no, can't. Isn't it crazy how much the impact – like we've only added one week this year mm. or two? Two. Two. Isn't it wild? Like, how long ago now does Origin feel? And we're still a month away from finals. Yeah, we've got eight. We've got like, so it's around 23 on the weekend. Got four rounds so left. So four, a, month of, a month of rugby league left. And we're not, that's when, and then the next week is when we get into yeah. finals footy. It's absurd. It's too long. The boys' bodies must just be fucking decimated It'll right now. Interesting to see, like, chatting to particularly the Origin later, but grand final players by end of season and just getting their takes on it going hot. See if they go, no, no, we felt it significantly longer in yeah. the impact of those two weeks. Or, you know, there's more – how many buyers – there's two buyers last year as well and two this mm. year, so yeah. that doesn't change. No. Um, yeah. When you, look, like, when you have a look at, like, the NFL, which I've quite compared to, like, they've got an 18-week season. Not only is it obviously shorter, but every game means more. Mm. Mm. You yeah. cannot afford to drop – the urgency around it changes everything. Yeah. Um, now, let's look at this later for the Cowboys. Sharkies, 28 points. Knights, 27. Rabbitohs, 26. Eels, 26. Cowboys, 26. Seagulls, 25. And Roosters, are 24. Like, that is a wild rush into the end of the season. And, oh, my God, the Raiders 
that win on the weekend, that's season-defining. Add into that, Kempi, that the Raiders of all the teams you just named, but I don't even know if you mentioned the Roosters there, but the Raiders have the worst for and against of all those sides. So while we've got that two-point gap to the Sharks in sixth, if we go level with anyone, we're probably dropping behind them. Yeah. It's just so exciting, this, this who's going to make this eight. Especially when teams coming eighth, ninth and tenth all have a bye to come still. <laughs> Rabbitohs, oh Eels God. and Cowboys. Fucking hell. Do, do we do we think Newcastle are I'm in the eight? You can't, like, yeah. Do, do, like, I personally think they will play finals footy this year, but they are only in seventh place. Oh, I don't know yet. I just don't know because, like, it's just been such a short sample size of the run that they're on. Yeah. Even, like, oh, when wait. you have a look at the four and against, like, the Raiders, obviously yours is a complete not a shit fight, minus 74. But Storm are on... Their four against is 81, Cronulla's 80, Newcastle 74, and South Sydney are 80. So it's literally <laughs> going to come down to scores in games. Fucking mental. Knights have three home games in a row and then pl- play the Dragons in the last game. I just get scared for the Knights that, like, they're going to be like, we're in the eight, we're yeah, in the eight. Safe. And then just mm. it just explodes. I mean, look what happened to the Broncos last year. No one would have ever predicted that. Yeah. They just went bang, 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 gloss. See you later. Speaking of, like, the 27 rounds, there was – Literally, I think it's two weeks, so it may have been three, where there was that threat of there being a proper gap between ninth and tenth. Fortunately, it hasn't panned out that way, and it's dead close. But if there was that gap, which we saw, was it last year or the year before, where there was a huge gap between ninth and tenth, or might have been eighth and ninth? Yep. If we had that dead end of the season where the top eight was pretty well sealed, oh, like oh. At, at least there's a heap of competition for the eight. Such a good point. Yeah, yeah. could you imagine if four weeks ago it was just fucking yeah. see you Locked later? That would be so funny. It, it could get interesting this week. Sharks are in sixth, they play the Titans. Knights in seventh, they play the Dogs. Rabbits play the Dragons. So three teams that are heavy, heavy favourites there in sixth, seventh and eighth Mm. could start to put a bit of a gap there. Mm. Now, regardless of how they end the season, is it a a failure for the Cowboys and the Sharkies? Because the highest they probably can finish is seventh. I know Sharkies could maybe go a little bit higher, but let's just say seventh and eighth. Is it a failure? God, a failure seems harsh. It seems harsh, doesn't it? But we're talking about two teams we thought premiership I threats. think if you miss the eight, definitely a failure, yeah. without a doubt. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, they've gone backwards. I would say yeah. it's definitely a failure. No, definitely no, not a doubt a in my mind. Not a doubt in my mind it's a failure. If they miss the eight, it's 100% but a failure. But have they gotten that worse as a footy side? Or have teams just gotten yeah, much they better? they were firing last they year. They were much better last year, I reckon. Well, Sharks didn't even beat an eight. They beat like, maybe one top eight side last year. They still fit. Like, I know that's not great, but they still finish second on the ladder. Like, that's pretty hectic. Oh, I'm, I'm not... Uh, like, I think fails, like, failure is a strong yeah. word. And, like, failure, I would say, is, like, their team is, like, not as good as it was last year by a substantial margin. I just – are they? Or are just, like, their team – other teams playing way better footy? I don't know. I'm Like, technically, yes, for sure, failure. It's, they're not as high as before, but it seems harsh. It seems harsh. Out of the eight, definitely failure. Out of the eight, definitely failure. But, like, if, if – let's say the Sharkies finish 
Because the Sharkies can still finish bloody fourth. Mm. Would that be a failure? Fourth wouldn't be. But that also means that they finish the season really well. So, like, it's very different what we're looking at now. Mm. If they come home and win three of the next four whatever and make the four, then sure, that's fine. But how crazy is it that, like, two games are going to differentiate between yeah, failure a and failure successful and successful season? That's what season. we're dealing with, boys. <laughs> that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> um, but anything outside the eight for both those are definitely a failure. Rabbitohs, I think, regardless. Now, look, if they go on a run to win it, obviously not a failure. But if they, you know, get bumped even prelim, I think it's a down year for them. I think they haven't put themselves in a good position to um, to do anything special. Yeah. Ironically, it's actually if they do finish eighth, it's the cra- It's really special what they if they go on to win the comp. It's like the most special thing ever because they're breaking the. But yeah, geez, they haven't really kicked on the way I thought. If a they team's would. ever going to win a comp from eight, it's Rabbitohs. It's the Rabbitohs. The one team though, Knights. I think regardless of how they finish the season, I wouldn't call it a failure. They've like, come on leaps and bounds. They have come so far. Yeah. So, so far. They could lose every game. Yeah. They won't, but they could. And I would still say they've made heaps of progress compared to last year. Yeah, and I think the Knights have – I think the Knights, especially over the last 10 weeks, have worked out who they are. Yeah, for sure. Which was a big problem for a long time. Absolutely. There's a DNA in this side that you can. they're going to turn up and be gritty as anything. Uh, anyway, yeah, Cowboys, not much really to talk about, so we'll get on to the next game. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.